I guess we should do this thing, huh? Fuck yeah, let's do this. All right. Welcome to another episode of Tip to Tip with Lou and Chris. My name is Lou. My name is Christopher. Did you hear how high I went with that Lou? Yeah, I did. <laughs> My name is Lou. I don't know what that was. I don't know where that came from. It's your so, sloth. I think a, a scorpion got a hold of one of my testicles <laughs> right then. Do you get um, scorpions today? out in LA? Huh? Do you get scorpions, scorpions? in LA? I don't know. I've never seen one. I know they're in California. I mean, it's de- it's desert, so I'm sure there's okay. a scorpion out in out in the world somewhere. But I haven't seen a scorpion. What about you? Have you ever seen a scorpion in real life? Yeah. In the wild? No. <laughs> <laughs> was it was it at a zoo? Where was it? It was at a reptile swap meet. Is that a real thing? It's a real thing. That sounds perfect for the accent you're doing. <laughs> I uh, I had a funny thought relating to a future job that I had to write down to remember to tell you about because it's so funny and I know I've never told you. Yeah. And I want to tell you now, but I'm not going to because it'll ruin it for then. But I just want you to know I've got something funny and special in the future episode. Well, why don't you tell me and then just beep it out with a funny effect. <laughs> Because I want, I want the first time I tell you to be then. Okay. I want your reaction to be genuine. <laughs> okay. Um, it's the same job where I worked with the racist guy and the guy that got in a fight with his girlfriend. Oh, so, fuck. Great. It's a few jobs in the future. When we get to Georgia, you can start to anticipate it. <laughs> um, what are we doing? Episode 17 today. Yeah, uh, today is 17. a special surprise episode. Yes, we are not talking about, well, I guess in a weird way we are talking about one of my jobs, but it's not a job I was paid for, and it's not on the list, so it's a, it's an auxiliary job, it's extra, it's It's a job, I did it, I worked, I worked for free. You did your time. Um, I did, so this isn't going to follow kind of the normal thing, there's not going to be an occupational breakdown because I don't think it deserves one mm-hmm. although if you want to do them we can i think actually it'd be funny you know let's do it let's do an occupational breakdown give me some occupational breakdown <laughs> i was gonna try to harmonize but i just want to hear everything i want to hear it all <laughs> in all its glory occupational <laughs> occupational we need like a like get like a bunch of background occupationals. Occupational, <laughs> exactly. Occupational, yeah. Belbiv Devoe. <laughs> <laughs> that occupation is poison. Was that Belbiv Devoe? Do you know any Belbiv Devoe songs? No. I think that was Belbiv Devoe. If it's not, then I feel racist because I just picked this song. Poison, you know. Poison. I think that's Belbiv Devoe. I think you're. I'm wrong. not gonna. You gonna, are you going to look it up? I'm fact-checking you right now. All right. There's going to be some silence I'm going to cut out starting now. Like my girl Monica Padman. <laughs> oh, I love... You're Your right. Girl. It is Belbiv DeVoe. Nice. It's the only Belbiv DeVoe song I know. Poison! And I wasn't even sure. 
I want to so, be yeah. that guy. It's a good song. I think that guy did other things in the song. I don't think he just said poison, but I might be wrong. I want him just to be that guy. <laughs> you want to have him at your birth- next birthday party? <laughs> with boys, a mic? boys, poison. <laughs> You know, I saw, uh, you know Ice Cube, right? The, the the artist Ice Cube. You're aware of him and his music? He was in NWA and then had a, a solo career. Really, dude? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm joking around. But, uh, but so you remember West Side Connection? He had like no. a, he had kind of a group. It was like him and a couple other dudes and they, they put out like one or two albums. They did a tour. It was back it was in the late NWA. 90s. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's post his solo career. It was like before he started to be in like a lot of movies. He had started doing movies, and then he had this thing. I think he even was still releasing so- solo albums at the time. But uh, me and Dan went to see him at the House of Blues, right? And he had a DJ that had a button that just went "bitch." <laughs> so like he pushed the button, and he just go "bitch." And every time he pushed it, it made me laugh. It was so stupid. <laughs> It was so stupid. That had to be a and cool Dan, show, though. Dude, me and Dan were the only white people in the audience. It was amazing. Seriously? It was at the House of Blues. Yeah, it was the House of Blues downtown, and it was, it was all black dudes, and then me and Dan. It was, And I was, like, waiting for somebody to care. Nobody gave a fuck. Awesome. It was, yeah, it was cool. Um, but anyway, it's a nice little segue. We're going to talk about the time I did 240 community service hours. Maybe I'll find an air horn. Please. Uh, yeah. So we're going to talk about what happened, how I got the, the community service, and then what I did for the community service. And uh, we're going to just break it down here like, you know, I'm going to tell you a story. And you go ahead and jump in and ask questions anytime you want. Cool. So we're going back a couple of years. I'm 17 I think it was 93 the very end of 93 so holiday season 93 probably right after new year's actually and you know it's chicago it's snowy it's grimy it's cold we get bored and i don't remember i was hanging out with my friends many of which i've mentioned on this podcast before and we're kind of just trying to find something to do like what could we do that, that would be fun tonight and somebody jokingly brings up like why don't we go steal a baby jesus off someone's lawn right (laughs) so you got your nativity scenes and you know there's like the high class expensive like ceramic nativity scenes wooden nativity scenes and then there's like the shitty plastic bought at walmart nativity scenes with like one wise man and a a discolored jesus you know (laughs) and so it, it was more like let's go steal a discolored jesus than let's go steal something that somebody spent like you know thousands of dollars in or as a family heirloom or something but he's like oh yeah let's go steal a baby jesus it'd be funny and nobody was like that's kind of sacrilegious so yeah none of us were really concerned with the uh the ethical implications or yeah. or you know we're gonna burn in hell implications it was more like what well, we do that'd be funny and i think it was floated as an idea like just to make each other laugh right yeah but at some point someone's like that'd be fucking hilarious let's do it and so we went out and i don't i i didn't steal the first g's eye i don't think but Wait, you know say we, that we, again i didn't steal the first g's eye <laughs> you know the, po- the, plural, the plural of jesus <laughs> but uh but i was definitely in the car and 
it was funny. You know, we took the Jesus back to, it was like a run on someone's lawn and fucking grab it and run and, and get in the car and lay a patch in, in this, you know, the slushy darkness and go home. And it was like, tee hee hee. And we were all laughing our asses off just being stupid teenagers. And then we're like, well, let's do that again. That'd be fun. Let's all go get Jesus's. So like we broke out into separate cars. We all went and got Jesus's and <laughs> I, you know, my memory is that was kind of it for the, for the first night. It was like, that's funny. That was hilarious, whatever. Next night or maybe a night after that, it was like new people, more people, same people, and then additional people. And we're basically telling the other people like, oh, you know, we fucking cop these Jesuses. And then suddenly it became like, why don't we fucking break up into squads? Like everybody, each car has like a squad and we'll go out and we'll see how many Jesuses we can get. And then we'll meet back up, you know, here or whatever. And then it was, it was kind of floated like okay there's a time limit you have to like it became a game right (laughs) it's pretty awesome actually it's so ridiculous and so at some point it was me in the car aaron driving and it was his car it was we used to call it the fugazi mobile it was a little blue chevy nova with a fugazi sticker on the back uh fucking stick shift so you could lay a patch yeah and it was me and aaron and then this this guy paul who we barely knew just like random dude at this fucking with with he came with a friend kind of thing and he ended up in our car the poor fucking guy so we uh we we split off we got into the world we're we're, you know part of the game is where can we go what neighborhood has the best jesus's or the most jesus's and then it was like well we don't need to stop at jesus anything on someone's lawn that lights up is fair game right so like what else can we what can we get and it we ended up getting a bunch of shit and it was every time it was the fucking nerve-wracking like you pull up quietly you got the headlights off i was the guy i got out of the car you know snuck sneak onto the lawn I was very gentle. I like unplugged everything because I had this idea like I'm going to get all this shit home and plug it all in at once in my basement and have like this fucking huge <laughs> light display, yeah. which is really the idea tickled me. So I was very careful to not like rip the cords. Other people, when they brought their Jesus back, the cords were fucking ripped out because they just grabbed it and ran. But I was like slowly unplugging things and like pulling wires apart, like making sure. Well, that makes it uh, more fun. I mean, you deserve I had more a, points for that. I had a plan. I had a plan at some point, you know, we met up and we clearly had the most. And then it was like, okay, now they saw everybody. We, we all had like, we had fucking snowmen and you know, elves and shit. They were like, okay, we're going to start again. Same thing. But now you've got, you know, three hours. We're going to meet back at fucking Denny's. Did you ever go to the Denny's on Milwaukee kind of South? If you, if you want to Milwaukee South down towards like Milwaukee uh, and river. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a Denny's there we used to go to, and uh, that wasn't like the punk rock Denny's. Punk rock Denny was Denny's was over in Arlington Heights, but that Denny's was like our home Denny's, like our group. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, we'll meet up in the parking lot of that Denny's in like three hours, and whoever has the most shit, you know, it's like a gentleman's wager. Who has whoever has the most shit wins. So I was like, cool. So we fucking we went all over the the northwest suburbs. Like we hit rich neighborhoods. We went to places we knew. I definitely stole the Santa off the lawn of a girl that we went to school with, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like a big fucking Santa, like life size Santa. Oh. We had every. I, I wanted one of everything. So it was like every style of Jesus I could find. Again, nothing expensive. No like wooden Jesus. They has to. It had to be light up. It had to be kind of tacky. 
Um, yeah, we had elves, we had candy canes, we had wise men, we had fucking camels, we had pinwheels, we had fucking anything you've ever seen on a lawn that lights up during Christmas time. We had one, awesome. and we had so much shit that in the back seat of the car, because it was like we'd fill up the back seat, and then once it was about neck deep on the guy Paul that was sitting back there, it was just his head sticking out of a pile of these. It was the car was full of of shit. And then I had them all around me in the passenger seat, too, just, like, sticking out of every <laughs> angle. And Aaron had them piled up on his lap and shit. There was just anywhere we could fit something. We had so much stuff, dude. And I was careful with everything. Like, I unplugged everything nicely because I wanted to plug it all in in the fucking in the basement. So we get to Denny's. And, of course, we won. It was a landslide. We fucking high fives all around. And then <laughs> we're like, oh, let's go back to uh, we're going to go to Barry's. We go to Barry's house. At some point, I think on the way, or before, it was like after that, but before we went to Barry's. No, 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 no. I, rewind, rewind. So we we drove to Barry's, and Barry was in front of us, and we were behind him. And for some reason, Aaron was like riding Barry's ass, oh, like no. really driving really close to him. And we're driving all slow because we don't want we don't want to get pulled over, right? Like we we're sure that there's. There's cops on the prowl looking for, sure. for people taking G's eye. <laughs> and so we're driving along. We're driving south or north on Milwaukee. And a cop fucking pulls up next to us. And we're like, fuck. And we're sitting there and we're like, be cool, be cool. But there's like fucking Santa heads and shit sticking up into view. Like there's no <laughs> way. It look, It must look so comical. Like a clown car full of nativity yeah. scene characters. And then us just driving like facing forward. Like trying to look cool. And... So we're driving along and Barry turns left onto the street to get to his, like the back way to get to Harmony Village or whatever. And as we're putting on our turn signal, the cop puts his lights on. Fuck. Behind us. And so instead of following Barry, Aaron just went straight and basically pulled over to like, so that the cop wouldn't follow both of us. Because I think it was like, well, if one of us is going to get pinched, it's just one. At least the other ones will get away. Right. Right. So... We pull over, cop walks up, knocks on the window, Aaron rolls the window down, there's fucking Santas Fuck. and elves and wise men and shit, like, sticking up. Just, it's so ridiculous. He and had the cop, to at like, least have had a smile on his face. The, the cop was like, he was like, okay, what's going on, guys? And Aaron's like, nothing. He's like, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're just going home. <laughs> what, 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 what do you got here? Like, like pointing at the shit? Like, what's, what's going on with all this? And I don't remember what Aaron said, but it was something like, oh, we borrowed it. <laughs> It was like, it was so, just didn't make any sense. It was like a panicky, you know, Aaron's not like the, the coolest, cu- uh, you know, coolest cucumber under pressure with, you know, cops and shit. We borrowed it. Yeah, I don't know what he, I don't know what he said exactly, but it was something like that. We borrowed it or, or we're, we're bringing it back to a friend. Just something completely ridiculous. And I'm just like, fuck, we're so fucked. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. This is like the weirdest thing to get busted doing. That I couldn't even fathom, like, what was going to happen next, you know? Right. And um, what happened was the cop was like, all right, well, you guys are going to have to follow us back to the to the police station. So he waited for backup, and then he drove in front, and the backup drove behind us. And Fuck. we followed him in our car driving. The whole while, we're like, all right, what are we saying? Like, get our stories straight. And it was just like, what are we going to say? Like, the, they're not dumb, you know? Like They've been getting I was calls like, all night. Yeah, I was like, just don't admit to anything. Just fucking, it is what it is. Like, you can see what we did. And so we get to the, the police station, and they have us unload the car. 
<laughs> so we're we're unloading all of this fucking shit and putting it into a cell and like lining it up like for them to be able to take a picture of it are right? you straight faced while all this is happening oh it was hard i mean i was but i was like we there was a lot of like holding back laughter laughter and snickering like just like because it was like partially it's funny and partially we're fucked like i'm like what the fuck is gonna happen like are we gonna spend the night in jail like we're we're under 18 at this point at least me and aaron were i don't know i think that paul guy was a year older so he was probably more fucked but and also he didn't do shit other than this drive driving the back seat i felt really bad for that guy but uh so we're like, you know, fuck, fuck, fuck. So we, we unload all the shit into the cell and the cops were kind of being funny. They were like, this is the, like, we've seen people do something like this. We've never seen a hall like this. This is the most we've ever seen. They were being kind of chummy with us. It was weird. They right. weren't like mad. They were like, you know, you fucking wily rascals, you kind of a, an attitude. And, but I, one cop, legit, he legit said to me, like, this is the most of these we've ever seen at one time. <laughs> and I think, I honestly think we were taking a picture, like, to, they were, they want a picture of it. Like, holy shit, look at For all these sure. fucking Santas and shit. Do you, so we, do you have any idea how many? No, but it was a lot. It had to be, I mean, it was, it was a lot. It, <laughs> they're all shapes and sizes, you know what I mean? It was as much as you could fit into a four door little coupe. Um, yeah, it, it was a lot. And so we put it all in this cell and then, you know, we were separated and they, they took like statements from us. They basically said, yeah, we've been con- getting calls all night about these. And, and so the cop was like, OK, two things are going to happen. Number one, you're, you're going to you have a court. You're going to have a court date. We're giving you a ticket. You have to go to court and then the judge will give you a fucking sentence of some sort. You're not going to stay the night in jail. You're going to go home. They didn't call our parents, which I found strange. um, Because, again, we were under 18. But they fucking let us go with tickets, basically. And uh, they kept the shit. And the guy was basically like, listen, if, if nobody complains, like if nobody basically wants to take you to court over the theft, you're not going to, you're not going to do any, it's not going to be a serious issue it's it's a matter of like if people and he's like you know this shit's in really good condition so if people can come get their stuff they probably will be happy and not want to spend any more time worrying about it so assuming that nobody's like wants to hold a grudge it'll probably just be a matter of like a fine or something like that the cop was pretty cool about it he's like but if someone wants to fucking sue you or whatever you know you're you're in trouble so we're like fuck our court date's like two weeks away and I'm like, I'm not going to fucking tell my parents. There's no reason to tell them I'm going to, you know, going to turn 18 soon. And I was still in high school at the time. This is over like winter break. Um, so fast forward two weeks, we go to court. It's we, we, we don't talk to this Paul guy, the third guy in the car until that day at court, he was there and we didn't even acknowledge each other at court. It was just like passing like strangers in the night. He, he is not interested at all. Really? Uh, yeah. So, but we all, me and Aaron went together and I think Barry actually drove us. Oh, I, the, the, the end of the, the first part of the story is that after we left, we immediately went to Barry's house to like find out. And I was, we pulled up and we went in and we're like, where's your stuff? Cause I was like, well, fuck, at least someone got some shit. I want to see Jesus is lit up. <laughs> and they're like, well, we throw them all away. Like after the cop pulled us over and they got away, they made like a beeline to a dumpster and threw all their shit away. So there was oh, no Jesus at all, period. Game over. It's like, fuck, all that work. We didn't even, we didn't even get a single Jesus. <laughs> so um, so we go to court, and I had I had gotten, like, my paycheck 
that week and I basically saved my whole paycheck thinking, okay, well, I don't know how much the fine is going to be, but hopefully it's going to be less than, you know, $300 or whatever I had. Um, we, we show up to court and the fucking judge, first of all, the judge is an asshole and he gets us all staying up there at once. It's not separate. We're all together. And he's like, he basically was like, this is a religious hate crime Ugh. and I'm, I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm giving you 240 community service hours. And Aaron like blurts out, I'd rather go to jail. <laughs> and I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like nudging him, like, stop it. He, he legit said, I'd rather go to jail. It was insane. It was so fucked up. <laughs> but uh, so who was up? It was just you, Aaron and Paul. Yeah, me, Aaron and Paul. That was that was it. And the judge gave us 240 community service hours. We couldn't leave the state until, well, we couldn't leave the state for a year. We had to finish them in a year. He gives a year to do it. And then a year from that date, we had to come back to court with proof that we did the community service or potentially go to jail or whatever. And it fucked Aaron up because Aaron was going to go to college. He graduated, he was graduating early. He was going to start college like that spring or something like, or even maybe earlier than that. So, he was fucked. I think he had to tell his parents. I'm pretty sure he had to tell his parents. I didn't fucking tell my parents because fuck that. They don't need to know. Like they were barely parents at that point anyway. So there wouldn't have been any reason to tell them. But so, you know, he we got like caseworkers, you know, probation officers or whatever. Um, and, you know, we had to like go to meet them and they'd give us like options for our community service. And it was all like, okay, we meet them in three weeks and then you know, another three weeks after that, this happens. But the, the first place that I did community service at was, uh, the Arlington Heights library. And I did one day there. So like three, it was like three hours. It was like a, a night shift, you know, three hours. And it was like other people doing community service with me. And they were all talking about what they had done. And it was all like violent, horrible stuff, <laughs> like, like really bad. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, I, st- I stole plastic Jesus. <laughs> It was like this guy had fucking like beat somebody nearly to death and had less community service hours than I did. I, it was really perplexing to me, like how many fucking hours we got. It was that's six a lot weeks, of hours, six weeks of full time work for free. I was like, fuck, that's like so fa- rewind a little bit when it wasn't a fine because there was no fine. It was just the community service. The first thing we did, we left there. We went to straight to a fucking porno shop and Barry went in and spent my three hundred dollars on pornography. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck this $300. Fuck everything. Let's go get some porn. And we fucking, and he, he jokingly bought me uh transsexual porn as well. Just like mixed in with everything. Which and I was like, furiously I'm like, you know what? Too. I'm not mad at this. <laughs> but they don't need to know that, but I'm not mad about this. He thought he was tell- playing a joke on me. Really? He was giving me a little treat. <laughs> but anyway, so I do those three hours at at the library and it's just horrible. It's just working for free and doing that. And with those people, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'll figure something else out. And then I just, life happened. I ended up dropping out of high school. I ended up, you know, working full time. That's when I got kicked out of the house. That's when I moved in, you know, my girlfriend's mom's couch, um, ended up moving in an apartment. We've talked about that on previous episodes, got our apartment where we were sleeping in. We had different rooms, but you know, we shenanigans would happen at night. Right. Um, and it was probably when I was working at Ken's. No, no, maybe it was around like the three and four time. 
it was somewhere squished in that area woodfield three and four between that and ken's in there somewhere um that i was like fuck and at this point aaron had done all of his community service like real quick so he could go to college he basically struck a deal where if he could do his community service and prove it and get it done before he, he like went back to court early and got the judge to allow him to go to college like out of state to go to college so he did that and he did his community service at arlington or at a uh, indian trails library yeah which have you if you've been there are you familiar sure. it's kind of yeah. near our high, our high school right so this library is kind of a, a fun little place in my life for a couple of reasons number one it's where i had my first kiss the first time I kissed a girl with tongue was um, on the like a spiral slide that was in the park right next to the library. Okay, that was my my first kiss was there. Indian Trails, right? Indian Trails Library, yeah. And there was a church across Schoenbeck from Indian Trails Library, and that church was the first time. That was the first like, I guess, concert or live music performance I'd ever seen. I mean, all right, I digress. There. The first time I ever saw live music played was I saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers play at a skate competition when I was like 11 years old. They were playing on top of the fucking half pipe during the band. So instead of like piping in music through speakers for the skaters to skate to, every time the skater would drop in, the Chili Peppers would play a fucking song. And this was like old school. So this was like like pre-Mother's Milk even. Like this was fucking freaky styly. You know, black eyed blonde, fucking that kind of thing. <laughs> you know, it was that era of the Chili Peppers. But that sure. was the first time I ever saw music. But I don't really count that as a concert because we were watching a skate contest. You know, we were there to watch people skate, not really to watch music. And it just it was like, oh, look, there's a band playing on top of that half pipe. That's pretty um, cool, though. So that was the first time. The second time I saw live music was at that church and it was a toe jam show. And Toe Jam being the the band before Cap and Jazz, so you know before Cap and Jazz was a band, most of those members were in this other band called Toe Jam, and that was I went and saw them play at that church across the street from Indian Trails Library when I probably freshman year of high school, and it was obviously an important moment in my life. It it, it put me down a path, you know. I, I save that moment or that experience i might have been like a metal guy playing at fucking dirty bars in like you know slayer cover bands but i was <laughs> like oh this is a fucking scene and there's it's the first time i ever saw a circle pit was at that show big ass fucking circle pit going around i was like oh what the fuck is this i'm all 14 and i've never seen a mosh pit before that's cool <laughs> yeah it was uh interesting in a church in a church yeah i don't know how they pulled that off but yeah, that's the first time I ever saw any of those guys, any of those Cap Jazz guys. Um, met a couple girls at that place. I went to that show with my first girlfriend at the time. It was that who was also the first kiss at the Indian Trails Library. So anyway, that library's got some some moments for me in that area generally, and it's near our high school, so it kind of makes sense. But uh, yeah, Aaron did his community service at that library, and he used to do. We're going to get into some hairy territory here. We, we've we've gotten in this territory before, and I, I, I think I narrowly made it out unscathed. <laughs> Hopefully, we're going to do that again here. But there was a guy that worked there named Jack. He was an older gentleman, probably in his, like, 50s. And he had this very specific way of talking. And the only... I never heard him at this point. It was Aaron just, just doing his Jack impression. And it wasn't a very extravagant uh, impression. There was two phrases that this guy would say 
apparently a lot. He would say, uh, how are you? Just like that. How are you? Like one word. And then he'd say, nice day to take my dog for a walk. That exact <laughs> cadence, right? Now, Aaron did this. He, he told me about this guy. He did the fucking thing. He would just say, how are you to me like that? Just randomly. I'd never heard. I thought Aaron was like making him up, honestly. I was like, there's no way. Come on. That's no. And uh, even if he existed, I didn't think it was accurate. You know, I thought Aaron was like putting a little, little, little Flare. sweet on the ball. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so Aaron did his community service. He went to college. Fast forward probably like September, <laughs> October. Like I'm, I, we're, we're now within like two months of me going to court and having done three hours of my 240 hours. Oh my God. And I like panicked. I was like, well, Aaron got through it at Indian trails. I might as well go to Indian trails. So I, I talked to my probation person and got set up for Indian trails. And then I did full time five days a week, uh, Monday through Friday for six weeks, uh, at this fucking library, basically checking in books, stamping fucking, you know, the little cards inside and, putting the books back out on the shelves fucking eight hours a day <laughs> nine days nine days a week five days a week but That's uh real dude it was it was it was really as unpleasant as it sounds and it i was like jobs suck normally this is actually pretty apropos for what we're doing with this series because jobs they're not awesome like that's the reason why it's not a career it's a job but at least you're getting paid at least in the moment where you're like ah oh, this sucks i don't want to be here but i'm like the fucking meter is running you know right but to be at a job and have the meter just not running and i'm like okay well this is going to keep me out of jail right <laughs> but still i'm like fuck this is this is this sucks. I mean, I guess it's better than picking up garbage on the side of the freeway, but not by much. Yeah. Man, not by much. And At least you're outside. Yeah, exactly. Well, so the thing that's kind of funny and over the course of this podcast, we've, we've, I'm sure made an impression and will continue to about what kind of a person I am, what kind of work ethic I am. I'm imagining it's not a very flattering portrait of me. I'm being pretty brutally honest and obviously some of these jobs I tried harder than at others and some of them I probably was actually pretty good at but ultimately they were all shitty and I didn't care and I didn't want to be there and they were just like a stopgap to get me some money to get through whatever um but the truth is I am pretty good if I like like my bare minimum is sort of enough and if I do a little more than my bare minimum it sometimes exceeds expectations for sure at this fucking job, I, you know, I was so good at doing the fucking remedial bullshit they were having me do that they wanted to give me more responsibility. So they're like, well, why don't we, we have you do this or this? And at a certain point, I was like, wait a minute. Am I, I'm like getting promoted and, I, and I'm not getting paid. Like, well, I don't want more responsibility. Like, wait, you're going to have me run the fucking register? And I, I basically was like, no, <laughs> no, you're not. No, I, I appreciate your position. No. I'm literally going to do the the least amount of work that I can do in here for free. So I don't know what, like, if she had, the plan was like, oh, at the end of this, she'll hire me as, like, an employee or something. But I was like, no, I am not doing more work. I'm doing less or the same, but not more. <laughs> and the woman's name was Barbara. I remember that for some reason. She she liked me, and then she didn't like me anymore. It was like she liked me until that moment, and she was like, oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> But I swear she was like gonna have me start like doing her fucking laundry soon. You know what I mean? Why like, not? I'm not, an in, I'm not an indentured servant. You know, like I fucked up and I'm doing my time. 
And the other thing that's funny is I remember that the other employees knew that I was doing community service, but they didn't know what for, and they weren't allowed to ask me, and I wasn't allowed to tell them. And they would act like I was a fucking, like, a hard criminal, right? There was this one girl there that it, I swear she, like, didn't want to be alone with me, you know? And I was like, it's not like I fucking raped somebody. And she's like, la, 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 la. And she put her hands over her ears. Like, la, 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 don't say that. La, 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 I, don't, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> like, one of those. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, like, that's intense. Um, that's but weird, yeah, dude. Yeah, it was weird. It was fucking weird. And, you know, there's a lot of squares working at the library. Right. But, uh... I mean, there was probably cool people, too, but I just was not in the right frame of mind to, like, meet new friends. Uh, one one new friend I did meet, though, was Jack. I worked okay. with Jack, and I had forgotten about him. When I, when I started working there, I had forgotten about him. And day, like, two, this, you know, kind of guy saunters up. He's wearing, like, you know, a nice shirt tucked into some fucking trousers, and he's got, like, a little hat on. And he's, like, he, he turns and he looks at me and goes, how are you? <laughs> And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> He's fucking real. Yeah. And I said, I'm good. How are you? And he said, nice day to take my dog for a walk. Like the exact cadence and every. It was exactly what Aaron was doing. <laughs> I don't know if he was like, he had, he had Asperger's or, you know, I don't know what the thing was. Sure. There was definitely something. But he had this like this hilarious affectation. It was very Rain Man-ish. But if Rain Man only had two phrases. <laughs> And he okay. would just repeat those fucking phrases. So, yeah, lots of nice day to take my dog for a walk at that job. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, he never said anything else to me other than those two things. That's it was fucking intense. crazy. Yeah. It was always a nice day to take his dog for a walk, though. Okay. You know, nice, right. frosty you know, October in, in Chicago. Uh, well, the Chicago suburb, suburbs. I don't want to paint myself as a city boy. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, the other thing that's that's relevant about this job, we've sort of talked about reading in books before, like on this podcast at one point. And this is actually where I got into reading more. Like I said, I never really read for pleasure. Um, I read when I had to for school or whatever. And even then, not very good, but not very good. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, at some point I was like putting books away and I saw this fucking Richard Bachman like collection and the cover looked interesting and I was like, what's this? And so I started reading it and it turned out to be uh, Stephen King's, you know, fucking pseudonym. And the book that I read was called Rage and it was basically, it's totally inappropriate for today's climate. It's basically about a school shooter from the school shooter's point of view. Whoa. So, but it, and this is like, yeah, before like Columbine and shit. So... Stephen King wrote essentially like a fantasy about a, a you know school shooter and and his mindset and what he's thinking and why he's doing what he's doing and shit. And but it was interesting. It was like I had never read anything like that before. And then there's a couple other books in there that are interesting, similar kind of like weird sort of horror action. Running Man I think is one of them in there. The original you know the movie Running Man. Yeah. That was a book by Stephen King that is not like the movie. Very different from the movie. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, but yeah, I was like, oh, these are pretty good. And so I started reading more. I, of course, I read like everything Stephen King at that point that I could find. And I used to read at the job. So what I would do is I'd go and I'd take the longest shits you've ever seen. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't actually shit. I would just sit on the toilet with my pants pulled up and I'd read for uh, 45 minutes, hour and a half. However long I thought I could get away with it before someone would like realize that I'd not come back for a while. Where's Much Lucho? like doing carts at Hughes. <laughs> yeah, right. 
this is the precursor to that i think They're but i also in that uh exactly factory. yeah yeah exactly man i <laughs> This is a thing. This is, this a, is trend. a theme. Yeah, we're gonna. You know what? I haven't thought about it really. I'm excited. Like in the future, what other times I've done this that I haven't really thought about a version of this this activity. But uh, yeah, I used to every day I'd work or every hour basically I would put a check mark, a tick mark in this stall. I always went to the same stall in the bathroom, and I'd fucking you know scratch it into the the wall or the the inside of the fucking door or whatever and i was keeping track of my hours like you know four and then a slash four and then a slash it's like just counting down the hours until i was done with my 240 hours or 237 hours or whatever i had to do at that job but i remember the last week i was there i got into it a little bit with barb I don't remember what happened, but she was like not happy with my performance. And I was like, Oh, you know what it was? No, I had called out. I was like calling out for shifts. Cause I, I was like, okay, I'm like going to finish this community service. I've got, you know, eight more weeks and I've got three more weeks of fucking work to do. So I can spread that out a little. I don't have to do five days a week at this fucking job while I had like a, a full-time other job to make money. So I was like calling out of shifts occasionally. Like I just didn't feel like waking up and going. And then she was like giving me a hard time about it. And like one of the last, I had like three days left or something like that. And I came in and she was like, you know, I don't, you can't just call out whenever you want. This is a job. And I'm like, I'm not, you're not paying me. I'm just free extra labor. Like you shouldn't be counting on me. Right. Like I'm not covering a shift. Like I, I understand from, as an adult, 20 years later or whatever, I understand from her point of view that she, obviously I made a commitment to be there, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like, you can't expect the fucking 18 year old kid working for free for six weeks to give a flying fuck, you know, like, come on. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but I, I just was like, even now I'm like, it's ridiculous. Like she should have been like, yeah, no surprise, whatever. Like she should never have scheduled me to as coverage for anything. Right. Like That's logically. Weird. But yeah, she gave me a hard time and I was like, whatever, like, I, you know, like you got me through like three more days and you'll never see me again and you can, we can both live our fucking lives and whatever. And she's like, you know what? I'll sign your paper. You're done. And I was like, sounds good to me. She fucking wow. signed it and she basically gave me credit for those last couple of days. Um, it might, it was probably like two days. It was probably like two days. It was not more than that for sure. And then, uh, yeah, I left, like I'd worked like half a shift that day and then she was like, yeah, you're good take it easy good luck with your life and i was like yeah you too left and and went to court and i was all it was it was me and that other guy paul yeah was obviously at college and wasn't there (laughs) and uh no you know you know what so i showed up paul was there i think but he had a a lawyer with him and he hadn't done his community service really and like yeah and the lawyer was like trying to get them to extend his time okay. to do it or something like that I, that's my memory that it was like something and i was like in my brain i'm like oh fuck i'm glad i'm not that guy <laughs> but oh the whole thing like that fucking poor guy <laughs> you didn't do anything but sit in the back seat of that fucking car and watch me steal shit <laughs> yeah i always wondered like what if he actually did it or if he got out of it somehow maybe just paid something i don't know but yeah, 240 community service hours. I'm under the impression that Tupac like shot at a cop and got less community service than that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I remember reading that somewhere that he got like 80 hours for, you know, pulling a gun on a cop or something. I know people who fucking stole a car and did less community service than it's, that. 
unreal. You just you just got a bad judge. I got a judge who was very religious. He was like, nope, you're not getting away with this. Religious and hate the, crime. The good news, yeah, religious hate crime, that's what he said. The good news is that because I kept all that shit in pristine condition because I wanted to light it up in the in the basement, everybody that called in got their shit back and everybody got working shit back. So I think that part of how I didn't get in more trouble and we didn't get in more trouble is because of that. I think if if I'd just been ripping cords out, like didn't didn't care, I think there's a chance that somebody would have come forward and be like, Well, fuck you, you know? I'm pressing charges. And and that's what I think is because you're not I mean, you've done some fucked up shit in your life, but sure. that's what makes it fun. You know, it's it's an innocent thing. You're just like fucking around. You know, you didn't like steal it. Oh, let's see how many of these we could destroy, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know what's kind of funny? Was pumpkin smashing a thing when you were a kid on like Halloween or around Halloween? Yeah, I never did it though. Did you have friends or know people who did it or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I didn't ever did it either. And I was always like... You know, I had friends who were like, let's go fucking smash pumpkins or whatever. And I was like, no, that's like some kid's first Halloween. Like, he was so excited to carve that pumpkin, and he has a little fucking face on it. And it's all fucked up because he can't really carve that well. And, right. and mom kind of helped him, but she let him, do, she let him do it himself so he'd feel proud of it. And then he puts it out on the fucking stoop all excited. And then some fucking asshole kid comes along and smashes it. Like, I, in my brain, I was like, I will kick someone's ass if I see them smash a pumpkin in front of me. Like, it, it. The, the thought of it angered me yeah so yeah like it's not about mayhem or calamity or whatever like I, I obviously stealing shit off people's lawns is wrong <laughs> it's not cool um but in the moment it was really it was more just about like tee hee hee right it wasn't it wasn't like oh i hope i hope we make these people miserable i wasn't really thinking about that and the truth is like i'm kind of i've always been kind of an asshole when it comes to maybe it was a religious hate crime now i'm thinking about it because <laughs> i think that that i have less sympathy for people who are like uber religious and have like real strong feelings for jesus and stuff do you know what i mean yeah like i always this is going to take a weird detour and maybe i'm going to end up editing all this out so i don't make you look bad somehow by by association but like when you see people like winning a sporting event and they're like thanking jesus because you know thank you jesus for for being there for me and, and helping me score all these touchdowns or whatever right and i can't anytime somebody says some shit like that the first thing i can think of is like you realize there's people out in the world starving and and being tortured and having like horrendous things happen to them just because of like where they were born or circumstances they were born like nothing they did not choices they made or anything just like bad luck why would god or jesus give a fuck about your touchdowns or give a fuck about you over that other person like it's just that's the only thing i can think of when it comes to all these people who really love jesus and god in that way right like you can be a spiritual person and have like a connection to whatever right but when you start to feel like your personal relationship supersedes somehow like it just to me it seems like arrogant in a way i can't really palate and so that's what gives me like weird license in my brain to like say well fuck you you know like if you if if you're supposed to have these fucking nativity scene characters on your long jesus will bring them back to you like he's watching out for you, right? Like <laughs> apparently he was because he sent that cop to pull us over. <laughs> he's Jesus, guy, you bro. Jesus gave me 240 community service hours. Oh man! But I digress. You know, I'm not. This is not me not trying to bash religion necessarily, but it just 
I don't have a lot of like I don't care more about that or less about that. Some people it's like off limits like oh it wouldn't be that bad for you you know stealing an elf but when you steal jesus that's when it matters and to me an elf and jesus are exactly the same so right. like i just was like look at this funny thing on someone's lawn i'm gonna take it and put it in my basement and light it up and i did the fucking time for it <laughs> i made a bad choice and i did some time and then but some... uh, the good news is i became a reader so in a weird way stealing jesus's taught me the the joy of reading I don't know that's you never think that would happen in that order but that's what happened and he works in mysterious ways he, does. <laughs> he works in very mysterious ways he does i i read on my kindle every single night before bed man i fucking i love reading so. i read jaws when we we're on vacation i finished it <sighs> are you gonna bring that up and expect me not to bring up the racist part of jaws no <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move right on. Let's just keep on going. So anyway, that's uh, that's my 240 hours story. And, Good story. Uh, I hope, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I didn't leave out any fun details. I'm sure I did, but goddamn, it was an epic moment in my life. I, I I paid a very very significant price for that. Was it was it worth it? I mean, yeah, it kind of was. It's funny. It's a funny story. That's to me. It's like once I was done with it, it's a funny story. I'll always have it. I don't what, believe it's on my record. Well, yeah, I guess that would be weird, wouldn't it? I, I don't. I don't know. You never know what shit might follow you around. What do you give uh, working at the library on the PP scale? <laughs> I did it for free, so it's a ten. <laughs> it's that's Damn. the whole point of, the whole point of the pp scale is how how likely would i be to do it for free right would i do yeah. this job for free that's a fucking 10 i did it for free i didn't that's enjoy true. it but i did it for free our first 10 we've achieved it <laughs> i gave it a uh, a 10 a 10 a fucking 10 gentlemen we fucking did it congratulations fucking what would you do if in the background of my room here you saw like flyers and balloons and shit fall down and like there's like a noise, like a noise. It would make me very happy. That'd be but amazing. I had, I had it all set up. <laughs> that oh, would take some, some forethought. All right. Well, where are we going next episode? Oh, that's a good question. I We might have to edit a little bit of time here while I look at my list. I didn't even think about that. Good call, Christopher. Good yeah. call. Security guard, right? Oh, yeah. You are right. My next job was for a company called U.S. Guard. Couldn't get more generic than that. And they gave and you a fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to tune in next week to find out if I carried a gun. Holy shit. Um, but, yeah, uh, this was another one of those short ones. So we might we might be able to record three episodes next, <laughs> next session because <laughs> we got three shorties coming up. Oh, but, yeah, U.S. Guard. Tune in next week to hear about me wearing a fucking security guard outfit how much will it cost to get you my next birthday bro <laughs> and for you it's free my friend <laughs> buy me a plane ticket i'm there i love you i love you too i'll see you next time all right so as as me and chris were finishing that episode like a second after i pressed stop on the recording i realized that i forgot the third catchphrase of the of jack <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, you know, he used to, he used to say, and and Aaron would never forgive me for this. If he ever listens to these episodes, he'd be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> Jay used to say, "You know, how are you?" 
And then you'd answer, you'd say, I'm good, how are you? And he'd say, nice day to take my dog for a walk. And then you'd like say something else, like, oh, cool, glad to hear it. Well, see you later, Jack. And then his fucking end would always be, take it easy. (laughs) (laughs) Take it easy. Just like that. Just like, and that was the one. I don't know how I fucking forgot about that one, because that was the funniest one. Aaron used to do that to me take it easy that's like his see you later and i would always laugh because i thought for sure he was like making that shit up and then when i met jack in person he said all three of those things exactly in the same cadence and i i had to stifle a laugh every time which of course is rude because i don't don't know what his deal was exactly but we shouldn't be laughing at jack right but goddamn, he was awesome so i just had i couldn't i couldn't let that not not be told that had to be said it's in the episode it's official it's never going away it's going to be on the internet forever and i appreciate you guys for uh for stopping by and listening and and you got yourselves a little extra here at the end <laughs> so uh yeah we'll see you next time bye guys take it easy i love you i love you too i don't care that seems gay <laughs> i don't care it's just kind of gay. Yeah, just a hint, just a, a smidgen of gay. All right, you ready for some clapping? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Mm-hmm.